Hey, what's up, everyone? This is Jason Tucker, and this is WP Water Cooler, episode number 363, Open Source Software is Politics. Brought to you by ServerPress, Maker's Desktop Server. Check them out over at serverpress.com. I'm Jason Tucker. You can find me over at Jason Tucker on Twitter. My website is jasontucker.blog. I'm Steve Zangel, I'm the founder of Zeek Interactive, and I run the OC WordPress meetup. I'm Sandy Reed. I make WordPress, teach WordPress, preach WordPress at David Media on all the things. Uh, my name is Russell Aaron. I do things with WordPress in Las Vegas. It's Jason Cosper, aka Fat Mullenweg. Go support us over on Patreon. Go to patreon.com slash WPWaterCooler. And hit the subscribe button and click the bell. Did you know there's a bell? There's a bell. You should go check it out. Go look at ring our bell. Go look right down below and click the bell. And if you're on Facebook, there's no bell, so sorry. See, now I'm just gonna confuse that with Animal Crossing. I'm like, I know, right? Are you giving us bells? I'm all about Animal Crossing. It's a big thing. Anyway, that's not the point of this show. (laughs) But it can be. (laughs) No, it is not. Let's talk about how Animal Crossing is a way easier topic than the topic we're gonna attempt to handle today. That's, we're like, but but all we have to do is dig up some flowers. <laughs> I could do that. And how? I mean, if you want to talk Animal Crossing, we need to talk about how uh, Tom Nook should be overthrown because it's I mean, true. I mean, his economic system is really skewed. Yeah, he's he has a he has a capitalist bent. That's actually a really good uh, intro into our. Um, topic but we wanted to mention first before we jump into this one um and i guess i'm mentioning it ding um that we have been dark for the past two weeks that was not accidental that was intentional uh we um wanted to make room for the conversations that were happening and hopefully are still happening and that we're also trying to have um nationwide worldwide about Black Lives Matter and about police brutality and about the general state of our country in terms of racism and just politics in general and and the politics of pain and hate, which is where we seem to be as a country. Um, So we were intentionally dark to create space for that and we're trying to come back um, online. You know, we we intentionally did not talk about the the coronavirus because everyone was over that topic, but this is something we're intentionally talking about yeah. um, because we think that it's important collectively. Incidentally, that is not why Steve is not here today. It's not like he opted no, out no. this conversation. Nothing like that. No. Neither did Russ, surprisingly. Just kidding. Um, but, we all got jobs. Yeah. We all got jobs. We all got stuff to do. Just so happens I have Friday that. off. Just how they, it works out. They weren't like trying to like not be a part of this conversation. So I just wanted to point that out too. So, um, yeah, I just wanted to add that as a little like front front load that onto our uh, conversation so that our listeners know that we weren't just like, you know, taking a vacay and hanging out. We were we were trying right. to listen and um, be good stewards um, of our place in the community and, and, you know, not just talk about nonsense or whatever. Well, not nonsense, obviously. Well, but not just talk about random tech stuff while uh, a movement is happening so exactly yeah 
Yeah, it's it's uh, it's not it's not a it's not a good look to be cracking jokes while the world is catching on fire. Yeah, although I like making jokes about the world catching on fire. Sure. <laughs> yeah, you gotta keep it light. You don't actually have to keep it light. This has been a really deep moment for our country, and you know, um, I was just and there's layers and there's layers to it there's because of the, because of having COVID nineteen happening and having this kind of intermixed and having people standing next to each other while they're protesting and is protesting more important than being safe. Are you being safe? Are you being safe? Anyhow, <gasps> like all the things just started all piling up and you just go like, go do it, go do it. If you can do it. And if you can't do it, then there's other ways you can do it as well. And, yeah. and, and I love that people took what they could and, and went with it. So. And hopefully we and others are going to continue to do that because this is not a solved problem after a week or 10 days or anything. So, you know, this is something we have to keep talking about because especially in our world, you know, even just you can see through the demographics of this show um, <laughs> that, uh, you know, I always make a joke. I never make this joke actually on the air, but I'm gonna make it today where I'm like WordPress so white, um, but I'm making a commitment to talk more openly about race. I, um, a lot of the, the as as white people, I can speak for us here as white people, we are really trained, programmed to not talk about race. It's like impolite. It's like not not a good thing. But that that is a form of erasure and a form of uh, privilege. And so, you know, even if it's super uncomfortable to bring things up, um, I think that's, you know, what basically what we have to do now and say things like, hey, this 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 group of people is too white, and obviously we we are lacking in diversity even in gender. Um, she says as the token woman, um, but so that that's an ongoing process because we also don't want to tokenize people and bring people in, you know, just to be like, look, look what we're doing, aren't we great in virtue signaling? So it's a balance, and I think I can speak for us here on the show that we're going to continue to try to just move forward and work with that and incorporate, you know, just be aware of that as much as we yeah. possibly can. We've tried to be aware of that on an ongoing basis, but you know, it's hard. Because yeah. And we'll, on multiple fronts, it's not just, yeah. it's not just the way the person looks or the way the person sounds or the way the person presents or the way the person, any of that, it, it really comes down to like, uh, we need more people that do web development. We need more people that do web design. Like we need any of those things as well. So it becomes all the all encompassing um, uh, piece of it. And it's a tricky part, part when you're um, attempting to find people to come on the show because you're wanting to, this is free, you know, labor. Yeah. So oh, yeah, yeah. they come spend their time to do things. So that can be a difficult ask also. Right. And I'm definitely not sitting in some um, tower someplace um, on a stack of cash, uh, just going like, <laughs> no, that, that's not I, how this, that's not how this network works. There, there are some other ones out there that do that, but that's not me. I just had this image of you as Scrooge McDuck. Like <laughs> well, diving. it'd be a very small pile of money. Your coinage. <laughs> So say, how do you, how do you want to, how do you want to kind of uh, start us off here? Kick us off with a little, a uh, little bit of an open topic that we can kind of discuss and then we can um, work our way through it. Well, there's a lot of, uh, there's a lot of directions and this can go, uh, but I think it's important to acknowledge kind of our 
our title and our main topic, which is that open source software is political. And it is almost more political, you know, something that Morton um, says, why can I never remember his last name when it's important? Brand Hendrickson, yeah. Yeah. Um, he, you know, has really started to push the concept code is political. It's not just code is poetry, code is political. Um, but especially in software, open source communities, because we make, in theory, we can get into that conversation too, but we in theory make the rules. We in theory can bring the people in. We in theory can choose the direction of that software, the makeup of our leaders. Um, and so we have much more power as just individuals participating in that community than a lot of people than we do over, you know, what Apple does or what, you know, other actual companies do. And, you know, they are diversifying their workforce or whatever. And I would argue that their employees don't even really have a lot of power over that. You know, it's all about the top brass. But in open source software, we have the opportunity to be the change you know, that we wish to see in our communities, uh, to paraphrase Gandhi, um, and uh, who also is problematic, so we don't want to get into that. <laughs> um, but, uh, you know, we, we have that opportunity. And so I think because we have that opportunity, we also have that obligation. Um, so we have to try even harder because it is up to us to make our community into what we want it to be and to exemplify the um, the 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 demographics and the um, ethos that we want to see reflected in our community. So we have the power, right. the opportunity and the obligation. So I don't know, I'm not exactly sure on how we do all that, um, but that's been working on that. There's been some really great articles though um, that have come out over the past week that we could talk about. Did y'all read those? I know, I know uh, Cosper, you linked us some of those. Did you actually read them or are you just checking them out? Oh, no, I, I just no, I, I read all of them. I've been uh, trying to. Uh, I will uh, say and kind of revisit something that that say had said, uh, which is, um, I've said something for years. Uh, when I go, when I, I I tell someone, oh, like we'll meet up at this word camp. Back when word camps were still a thing that people could go to, uh, I say, just look for the overweight guy with a beard. That is uh, the overweight white guy with a beard. That is the majority of, of people. His, ba his uh, name may uh, be Jason. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, right. It's just, it, it's easy to spot me. I'm the overweight white guy with a beard. A lot of people look like me. A lot of people look like, uh, like Tucker, not calling you overweight, just saying. That's what I'm saying. Uh, uh, it may be a right. name that the guy may name be named Jason. I don't know. It might be you. It might be me. <laughs> right. Uh, it's a very popular name, especially for people our age. Um, but um, I, I really think um, it's kind of interesting, uh, and there's been some argument about this over the years. Um, open source software is a, a political thing. Um, in, I mean, even just the idea of open source software, here is a thing that 
that people have built and contributed and, and worked on and they're giving it away for free so other people can build on it. Other people can, um, you know, do what they need to do on top of it. Uh, in, in that way, uh, and I'd, I'd be interested to hear what y'all think of this, but uh, I sort of see open source software as sort of a, a socialist concept, something where, um, you know, we're, we're actually trying to make the world a better place by putting this software out there by, uh, and, and I, I know that there are a lot of, uh, political sites that, uh, do not agree with socialism as, as a, as a concept, uh, that run WordPress that run, uh, things like that. Uh, it's really interesting to see that, uh, software like WordPress that, that gives things away that, that, you know, only, uh, works and keeps growing because of all of the people who contribute to it, uh, are being used to kind of fling around, uh, some of the hateful speech that we see out there. Right. Yeah, I, you kind of made two points there. So I'd like to separate them because um, sure. when you're talking about um, uh, socialism, let's get, yes. now we're really getting political, um, uh, yeah. and, and how, you know, that's kind of the model that we're dealing with, right? Uh, but mm -hmm. it's interesting to think about that the ethos or the motto or what tagline, whatever you want to call it, uh, mission of WordPress is democratize publishing, because I would argue that we do not have a democracy within the WordPress um, uh, e community. I'm not even talking about the whole ecosystem. I'm literally talking about the .org community. It should really be socialized publishing um, because democracy as a political entity indicates that there is a vote and there are representatives and that that's, you know, that's how that works. Um, and that is not necessarily how the WordPress community works at all. There's not like there's like official votes. It's more like, you know, you participate and it goes out to everyone, even if you don't participate and whatnot. So it's much more, it is much more of a socialist model. And um, that's something that I, I think mean, is really part of the conflict that happens with the community because, you know, we all kind of are, we understand that it's this kind of socialist model without saying that, but at the same time, it doesn't always work like that. And there's that friction there between, um, maybe it's even just between, you know, what the concept of a democracy is versus the concept of socialism. It's really hard to say uh, that WordPress democratizes publishing when the head of WordPress, the benevolent dictator for life, I believe. Is, <laughs> That's uh, the actual title. That's interesting. Yeah. So we're actually yeah. very a, a dictatorship in name. Hmm. Yeah. Sure. That's always been a little tongue in cheek, right? Uh, and that comes from old yes. tech, old tech, like that's an old tech saying, isn't it? Like the the um, right. or dictator that comes from. Do you know? Like that. That's like a. That's not like WordPress didn't create that concept of the benevolent dictator. I mean, obviously not right. in a global sense, but also within a software sense, WordPress did not create that, right? It comes from open source software specifically, more like the founder of a software project kind of has that role. Is that accurate? Are you are you being Steve and Googling that right now? Yeah, I'm yeah, actually uh, Wikipedia in it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, to my knowledge, this is not something that is like exclusive to the, um, there it is, see? Open source software leaders. Yep. 
um, from from before even uh, WordPress, you know, was a thing. Oh yeah, and and pro and there's plenty of projects that have had this, um, you know, this type of um, situation. But Matt, I think with, by the way, I just out of curiosity, what's that? I just wanted to see if Matt was on that list. Of, on this list of benevolent. Yes, he is. There yeah. he is. <clears throat> it's a content management framework. So anyway, the point being is we do have some clash of political. Um, ideologies happening here. So right. not too far into that, but, but <clears throat> I think that it also, um, the socialist kind of concept where we're able to have control over it and it is of the people in a, a real, you know, and by the people in a different way, um, that is what gives us the power. So I guess we can just ignore the benevolent dictator part and maybe kind of push aside the democratizing publishing part and focus on what it, acts like as if it is and say that we can actually make those changes and we can ask and, you know, recruit people for our teams and strive to make sure that the, um, the teams that are making up WordPress are integrated. Because I think right now, a lot of those policies are coming from the top down. Um, and, you know, right. you know, so but we anyone can contribute to the project. Yeah. And if you're really good at it, then you become yeah. showcased and you be, become someone who can do this sort of thing. So yeah. I don't know if you have the skills, then jump in and start doing it. I'd imagine. That is, it really is tech really is. And WordPress is like one of the nicest places in tech, nicest and areas in tech, but it is intimidating. It's still all these white dudes who still have a tech bro mentality. So we feel like we've transcended that. But even as a white woman, I go in there and I feel, you know, sometimes tokenized, sometimes, um, you know, like, oh, you're just, you know, you must just do marketing, you know, that kind of thing. Um, as opposed to being able to actually, you know, contribute in a, in a real way. So I, I cannot imagine the what that's like for um, a, a black woman or a, a person of color who's coming into that, especially women of color who are coming into that atmosphere where they're just like having to not only own their own skills and, and assert themselves because it is a meritocracy, but also to do that in a room full of people who don't look like them and who um, tend to be the type of person, even if the individuals are not, the, the person who tends to be in these tech things are not necessarily the most accepting of people who are not like them. So it's definitely, um, I think we really have to start even more so going out of, we should have started already, but more so go out of our way to be essentially anti-racist and, and anti-sexist, I would also say, but we're really talking about racism more right now. But so I think that's incumbent upon those of us who want to create that kind of a community in a kind of a, a world and really be proactively anti-racist and not just passively okay with stuff. I think that's going to be something? the difference. Uh, I mean, uh, I, I basically feel like, um, and something that I, I've been doing 
a lot lately. Um, besides uh, donating to bail funds and things like that, I've been making sure that I have uh, a regular contribution uh, to something that's uh, important to me and to, to help with um, the makeup of uh, WordPress, other open source projects. Just even closed source projects is supporting Black Girls Code um, and right. making sure that um, we have um, you know, uh, BIPOC, uh, Black or Indigenous people of color, like really represented um, in, um, it, you know, in this space uh, and and doing uh, what I can. I, I uh, know and I need to consider and, and think about uh, what I can do uh, as far as mentorship goes to, to try to help, um, you know, get, folks into uh, WordPress who don't look like me. Um, yes. That's something that's that's very uh, important for me because because people bring their um, their experiences into uh, the software that they build, into uh, the websites that they build, into things like that. And the more people, the more viewpoints that we have, um, like, you know, I, I would really love to, to see WordPress stop being so damn white. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, in general, I think that's actually a great point because, you know, there's going back to the political spheres, right? So we are in a capitalist society and the WordPress ecosystem as a whole, not looking just at the open source project as a whole is, you know, based on capitalism, right? And so at the end of the day, it in some ways has to be for, for these companies, they have to make decisions based on what's good for their business. And it may be good PR to be a more diverse um, organization uh, business, but I think what a lot of um, businesses are, have been really slow to realize, and this is certainly true for, for women in the workforce and women in leadership positions, um, is that that diversity actually makes a better company you know, women buy software programs, you know, black people buy software programs, like, and so bringing those perspectives in make your product better. So it isn't just about, look, oh, virtue, this virtue signaling of look, we have a black person on our board, but that, you know, the fact is, is that diversity can actually strengthen the bottom line. So, you know, I would get into an argument whether we should talk about how great capitalism is, but since that's the system that we're in, um, you know, that's the framework that we need to look for. And so from a from that framework for these companies, I think a lot of us and people who work at companies, not me, but all of other people who work at companies can use that argument that we need these perspectives from a business standpoint. You know, if you can't make the argument from a diversity is good to represent, you know, humanity, if you can't make the humane argument. At the right. very least, it really should be a um, uh, a business centered one. This makes our so product better. What should where should where should we start? Let's let's take us into into um, into perspective here. Like, where should we, as a, a group of people that for the last uh, eight years here have been uh, putting this stuff together and and bringing in? I mean, I've counted. We've had um, well over three hundred people that have been on the show. 
And, and, you know, we have people that I get people that hit me up all the time, typically marketers that hit me up saying, Hey, I want to be on the show. I want to talk about my product. And I'm like, that's not kind of what we do here. Um, and I'm not even going to add you into our, our, um, you know, our show notes because you weren't on the show, but how do I, how do, how do we go through and, and change the model and maybe even make it so that these things can, um, can be can be different. You know, the end product can actually be different. Um, there could be more people of color on the show. There could be uh, gender, you know, more uh, gender diverse diversity happening on the show. Like, how do you navigate that when, when you, it's there when it's not presented like in, in, in that way, like, how do I, I don't want to be the white guy running around trying to go and collect right. other people that's its uh, own. that don't look like me. That's it's its, its own, own thing. Right. So, so where, where does someone begin? Where's the novice like me, maybe like you and I, uh, the, the you know, the, uh, you, well, you folks as well. In it, Cause it's constantly like, a, changing, a changing sphere. You know, I've could, I've been doing all sorts of this, this work for a long time, but I feel, um, new about it all the time because it's a developing conversation. So it's yep. kind of like with code, right? You can have learned some stuff about it like five years ago and those are outdated skills. So what you may have learned about racism and the words that you, you should be using and the what's the appropriate right. can be outdated in, you know, a short, short span of time. Um, I think what uh, Cosper was saying and actually, you know, donating to um, and inviting to the table organizations like uh, uh, Black Girls Who Code, Black Girls Who Code is the name of it, right? Mm -hmm. And uh, supporting those organizations that are already there doing the work. I think that's probably one of the most important things we can do. Um, Ali Nimmons cannot pronounce anyone's last name, um, wrote a really great article about this, which is interesting because, you know, one of the first things she said is, you know, everybody's been asking me and that is because she's, you know, a black woman. And so everyone's like, okay, black women, now tell us black woman what we should be doing. Uh, but she did thankfully take it upon herself to give us some instruction and, you know, take that time to write it down so that we can check it out. So those about specifically how to be a, a WordPress ally, it talks more generally as well, but she has a great um, uh, framework that she puts there. So we don't all have to ask her individually and ask her to, you know, do all that free work all the time. So read the article for sure. But one of the simpler things I think we can do is follow that list. Um, so at the bottom, if you scroll all the way down, um, she has a list of um, diverse people to follow on Twitter, right? So that's literally just diversifying your, there it is at the top there. Scroll up, scroll up right, right there. A diverse list of WordPress people on Twitter. Like, so just going in there and following all those people is going to give you a different perspective and it's going to wider your sphere of the people that you're listening to. And even just that action. And, you know, when you see someone of, uh, that doesn't look like you being retweeted or in a conversation, follow them on Twitter, add them to your pool of voices. And that is a really passive sort of easy way to, to widen your sphere. And then of course, you know how Twitter works. Everyone's like slowly, you know, gets to know one another as people post and you see things. So that can be a really um, kind of easy way to to do that. And then when you, you know, if WordCamps ever happen again or the next time we're at a virtual WordCamp, seek those people out and be become 
actual acquaintances with them and then, you know, colleagues with them um, and support their work and just support them as human beings. Cause I think that's really a lot of, a lot of this. It's not just like, you know, um, how can I, how can I fix this right now? A lot of this is how can this person feel supported in our community? And the way we all feel supported in the community is by having friends and colleagues who will retweet us or will, who will recommend us for a speaking position or will invite us to a table or introduce us to somebody. And doing all those things that we do naturally as a WordPress community, but making sure that we're doing it with a wider sphere. Um, that's really what the theme of Ali's uh, uh, article was. And I think that's one of the most important things to do in WordPress because that strengthens our community. And it's not just about yes. tokenism. It's making, let's make it actually more an accepting community. Let's make it a more comfortable community because then we feel comfortable all working together. And if we have that environment, then the, the people who are representing, you know, other other faces will bring their friends also. And that is how right. we do. No one's gonna, you know, like I, I might be like a woman in a thing, and I'm like, I don't want to bring any of my other women friends in here to come face this. I'll deal with it because you know it's my job and I have to. But I'm not like, come on, ladies, let's go. <laughs> you know, let's go hang out with a bunch of these. Right. Like, super fun. But if we could make it into that environment, then I think it's it will kind of naturally evolve that way also. So I think that's one of the most important things we can do is to, you know, amplifying those voices. But in order to amplify the voices, we first need to find the voices and hear the voices and they need to be mm -hmm. there. Mm -hmm. So that's one of the, one of the best um, suggestions that, you know, I, I think is, is comes out of that article that she wrote and also, um, you know, just in general, that that's something that can be done for your sphere of friends and people in general as well, not just within WordPress. Yeah, yeah, well, we absolutely. Got, we got our one minute left, so if we want to go for it, Cosper. I was going to say, absolutely, uh, boosting the voices of people who do not look like you is one of the easiest things you can do. Uh, if if you follow uh, folks from Ali's list, and I absolutely think you should, um, like really um, try to. I wish my dog would quit barking. Um, <laughs> um, really, really try to uh, boost the voices of people. Uh, seek out uh, people who have different experiences than you and, and, and do your best to uh, hear them, to actually read what they're saying. A lot of people will retweet or boost something that they haven't even bothered to read. Um, and um, it, it's really important that you not only listen, but then you spread that and you take the audience you have and say, here's the thing I think you should look at. Here's the thing yeah. that I, I think that you should pay attention to. Yeah, so it's not uh, and, amplifying, it's endorsing. That's actually a really great yeah, point. Because right. if you can just be like, oh yeah, go ahead and speak is different than, hey everyone, I think you should hear what this person has to say. And the difference between those two things is huge. But but refrain, if you can, I, I tend to like to do, is, is refrain from trying to put a, well, what I think about this is, no. <laughs> Unless it's that back is back valuable and, and you know, you could say yeah. that I think this is important. Right. You know, but, but not, 
not here is how I feel about this. Here is what this makes me. Don't take away from the experience that someone is trying to share from you to give your feelings on the matter. Just share the matter. And I think we can, I know we are out of time, but we can also advocate those of us who work at companies or those of us who are on WordPress teams. You know, if, if there's, if there's voices, we can advocate for those people. We can say, how about we get someone from this community? Let's make sure that we get a wider pool of people from this. So we can do that advocating within our existing community as well, while we're widening our, our sphere at the same time. So both of those things are kind of proactive slash passive, but can be done on an ongoing basis because this has to happen basically forever. This is not like a, oh, it's over in two weeks. Now we can just go back to normal. This is like something that we all have to integrate into our lives. This is this is like gardening. You plant a seed and then you watch it grow. You have to water it. You have to maintain it and you have to help it grow. This is yep. not like you said, a quick fix. This is something that you actively have to work on. And it's something that I, I know I have been trying to actively work on. I know Say has been actively trying to work on and Tucker. Yeah, I have been. <laughs> I've been stuck in the house too. So <laughs> I'm doing what I can from where, from, from my vantage point and from where I'm at. These conversations, I'm a white woman, so I can have these conversations. You don't have to worry about putting the emotional labor on me. If you have questions, if you need resources, you know, if you want to be like, this doesn't make sense to me. You know, I've done a lot of research and I can maybe help you find more resources. So hit me up on Twitter if you want to have these conversations. Um, DMs are always open. And instead of being like, hey, black person, explain to me why this, you know, maybe ask a white friend first and see if they can help you figure stuff out before you just go demanding that other people educate you. But I'm happy to put that out there that I would be happy to have these conversations with anyone in the WordPress community or beyond who want to have these conversations. I welcome them. So feel free to ask at any time. Doors open. Awesome. Well, hey, I want to say thank you for both of you for obviously being on the show for all the years that we've been on the show. Cosper, I know it's, it's you've been it's you didn't start at the very beginning, but that's okay. We, we don't, you know, we, we don't criticize you or anything like that. But um, I really appreciate uh, the two of you wanting to come on the show here and talk about this uh, this topic, and we're able to discuss it. And thank you very much. I'm gonna hit the outro, and I want to say I love you both. Talk to y'all later. Bye bye. And these are live reads, just so you know. This is patreoncom wpwatercooler. Go check it out and help us out over there. We'd really appreciate it. Our own Jason Cosper help us uh, helps us out, so feel free to go do that by helping us out over on patreon.com slash jpwatercooler. And subscribe to this content. Hit the subscribe button. Hit the bell. We'd really appreciate it. We're a podcast. You can listen to us as a podcast. There's a bunch of ways you can do it. If you know how podcasts work, feel free to go do that. We'd appreciate it. Talk to you all later. Bye-bye. <laughs>